Welcome to A to Z Sports, powered by TennesseeTickets.com. I'm Austin Stanley. He is Zach Bingham, uh, Zach Elton John here on the show. Make sure you follow us on Twitter at A to Z Sports, like our Facebook page at A to Z Sports Nashville. Uh, we go live every weekday morning at 8 Central Time. Got to thank our sponsors because they make it all happen for us and they help you guys out. Uh, TennesseeTickets.com, also RentersWarehouse.com, the professional landlords in the Nashville area. RentersWarehouse.com is where to go to find out how much your home can rent for. Mandu, the Pulse of Fitness, one 15-minute workout equals five hours in the weight room. Your first free workout is at Mandu.com. Uh, the Tucker Agency, Nashville's independent insurance agency, TuckerTN.com to save yourself some money on insurance. Calvin and Subtle for new hardwood floors and finishing. CalvinandSubtle.com and the Bone and Joint Institute of Tennessee, uh, the region's destination for comprehensive orthopedic and sports medicine care. BoneandJointTN.org is where to go. So we've got a lot of things to just get out of the way before we actually dive into the show because Zach is dressed like Elton John because of the magic bucket yesterday as we've got golfers walking by that are just giving Zach a side eye of wondering what the hell's going on. Uh, I have to do the uh, cinnamon challenge as well. So thank you to Elizabeth George uh, for this magic bucket that Zach Elton John has to do. And then thanks to Tress Wynn, who makes me do the cinnamon challenge that I'll do here uh, momentarily. But show rundown today. We're going to talk about Vic Beasley. Uh, we're going to talk about what his action on Twitter continues to be. Uh, while he's on day 11 of no-showing the Titans, we're going to place blame um, on on where this situation's at. We're going to talk about Titans opponents and who has opted out that the Titans are not going to play and why Derrick Henry should be happy about this news. And then we're going to get into the Preds game for today as well as good news. Uh, but I guess now I have to do the Cinnamon Challenge because you've done your job and I now have to do mine. Yes, so Cinnamon Challenge, as we know, so Austin from the Magic Bucket, if you don't know anything about the show, watch the end of the show on Thursday. So Thursdays we have a Magic Bucket and we've got to each pick something that we do. You guys submit uh, different things that we have to do. And today we have got to pay off both of them. This is for your entertainment and it is kind of funny. I'm actually, I, I don't like the cinnamon challenge because I love cinnamon. I feel like this would ruin this for me. So the deal is you've got to do a full spoonful of cinnamon and you have to try to eat said cinnamon in 60 seconds. You know, you can be liberal with the cinnamon. I'm trying not to spill it all on the well, table. You don't do it over the table. I Really, what you need to do here? Uh, look, I'll help you out here, bud. This is uh, this is this is one hundred and one okay, helping okay. Right. the rocket man out. Thank you. Okay, so uh, here's here's my thought here. It's going to take sixty minutes to do this. There you go. I, I think that, that, is that, that plenty? I think that's fair. Okay, is that's that fair. Is that, is that plenty a spoonful? of cinnamon? I think that's a spoonful. That's a spoonful of cinnamon. Your body will reject it. Maybe, maybe not. Okay, so, Zach, I have 60 seconds on the clock to do this. Make sure you do my cinnamon properly um, so it doesn't screw me over the so next time. So, let's go with a, uh, a Google, Google timer. Yeah, okay. You can use, okay, so you got I've that, got right? the stopwatch. Right, so, so, you get you, 60 seconds to try to swallow yeah, all the cinnamon. You got that. You have to full, full. Okay? Yes. So, while during the 60 seconds, as b says, and I'm toast, uh, Bob's 101 says RIP Austin. Bless you in advance, thinking I'm going to sneeze. Don't yeah, inhale it. And, and respect the technology for the VIT guy's sake. So if you do you yeah, know, yeah. projectile over that. Oh, and not towards you, Zach Elton. John. All right. So, so uh, here's, here's what I want to happen, because I have 60 seconds. And somebody asked on, on Facebook earlier, is Zach, please tell me you had all this stuff at home. So during these 60 seconds, as I'm efforting the cinnamon challenge, you can tell people exactly how I got my get up, how you got to where you are today. All right. So in three, two, I've just been talking. I need to like calm my, my breathing down and you can't have any water during that 60 seconds. I have it for after. Yes. Okay. All right. So 60 seconds on the clock, three, two, one rocket man. All right. Was it enough cinnamon? So here's my look. I, I had to think about this. I don't have any of this stuff, so I had to go to Party City and actually buy this stuff because I don't have any drag. Let's just be honest. That's just not my style. Um, you know, for those that do, that's fine. But I had to check out at Party City, and I guarantee the girl was like, "What is this guy doing?" 
<laughs> so the one thing I did get, which is positive, and this is actually a little treat for you, Austin, after the cinnamon challenge. What's the time on clock? You're at 40 seconds. Oh, damn, he did it. He got a little bit under the teeth, unfortunately, that I just saw. Done. That was pretty good. 52 seconds. Undefeated. That is my fourth time de demolishing the cinnamon challenge. So what's up? That was pretty good. That I, it was maybe we needed more cinnamon. We need to put you to the test. More cinnamon. Well done for what it is. But whenever you do something, it's like, did we do it fully? You know. So I don't. I, I don't hey, you you poured the cinnamon. So that's what I got. So uh, it's a good way to start the show. Rob says I made it look easily. I did get Pop Rocks from. Do you, are you pro Pop Rocks? I, I I'm indifferent to Pop Rocks. You're indifferent. Who's indifferent to Pop Rocks? Why do I have Pop Rocks? Well, Why did you bring Pop Rocks? Because I was at Party City. Oh. <laughs> and when you check out at Party City, you buy Pop Rocks. Ah. Uh, so, uh, well done, Austin. Um, uh, let's start this show. Okay, let's do it officially now. We'll dive into Vic Beasley. So, Zach, Vic Beasley, as yesterday live on the show, and I still have some cinnamon like left in my sinuses, so I, I might like cough or something. But um, yesterday on the show, we discovered that Vic Beasley is on Twitter liking cryptic tweets that have something to do that could be related towards his situation with the Tennessee Titans. And so, Zach, this morning, I think it was, you found more cryptic Twitter action from Vic Beasley. Uh, now I can drink water. So here's my issue with Vic Beasley. I got a lot of issues with Vic Beasley. And if you don't know, if you're just joining us, if you're a Titans fan, I had to dress like Elton John today. That's the reason why I'm dressed like that. I'll probably periodically tell you that throughout the show. But Vic Beasley signs a one-year contract worth $9 million. $6 million of it is guaranteed in a signing bonus. And he's attained that money. He has the $6 million. But he doesn't show up. July 28th, no show. So we know the saga at July 28th, you get fined $50,000 every single day. That's NFL law. I mean, that's what it is. So the guy hasn't shown up. Mike Vrabel hasn't heard from him. John Robinson had to issue a statement three days after. And now it continues. Yesterday at 3 p.m., he had the opportunity to opt out because of the coronavirus and get $150,000. He didn't want that because he already had $6 million. Now, I will tell you my philosophy on why I think Vic Beasley is doing what he's doing. But this guy, this guy's unbelievable. So August 4th, JoJo. Now, do you know the singer JoJo? Uh, I just know that JoJo is a singer. So this, and I'm going I'm to try to play you this song. JoJo is a pop singer. This is, I mean, 2004. He likes a tweet. Uh, we can get to the chorus. You ever heard this song? Uh, not in a long time. So... Vic Beasley follows JoJo and likes a tweet that says, communication costs you nothing. What does that mean to you, Austin? That it's easy to communicate and it doesn't cost much. That communicating is free, right? That, I mean, But isn't the principle that he has not been? Yeah, no, it's absolutely cryptic and it's absolutely ridiculous. And, and the fact that... He has the, not been communicating. Right. So what does that mean when you like a tweet that says, communication costs you nothing? That Vic Beasley doesn't understand what he's doing wrong. That Vic Beasley is, is, is not getting it. That he also maybe doesn't care that he's not here in Nashville reporting the time. This is day 11, Zach. If he does not report today, then that will now be $550,000 worth of fines. And Titans for Life says fines are nothing to him. No, but he's like the only guy in the NFL who is doing this. And he signed a 100% fully guaranteed contract worth $9.5 million. And he took $6 million as a signing bonus. That's fine. We know the statistics. What do you think this means? I, 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 I don't really know. I'm kind of dumbfounded by Vic Beasley doing this. This is what I think. My personal opinion. Again, I haven't talked to Vic. I don't think anybody's talked to Vic. I think when you like a tweet that says communication costs you nothing, I think that means that 
he doesn't plan on attending. He doesn't plan on reaching out. He doesn't plan on answering his phone. Because if he sits there, and I tweeted this out. This is what I think he's doing. And you can agree or disagree with me. But I believe what he's doing is he got his $6 million. He's waiting till the Titans cut him. Now, they can cut him before September 5th. But September 5th is final roster cuts. Mm -hmm. Okay, that's 40 days from July 28th to September 5th. That 40 days times the $50,000, pretty easy math, which equals you, you sit there and you, that's $2 million yes. in fines. Right. Okay, so 2 minus 6 equals 4, right? So he has $4 million. If he says nothing, I believe the Titans will go after that money. They will go after the $4 million left over. If he doesn't say anything, it's probably going to be held up in the legality or court or I don't know how the lawsuits work, honestly. With the NFL and contract right? situation. I, I don't know. If it's a, a third-party arbitrator, I don't know. That, that's been negotiated, right, by the Players Association and the NFL. I think his philosophy is if they try to sue him for $4 million, he's going to get out of there with more than 150000 that he could have taken yesterday if he would have opted out. It doesn't seem that he wants to play football anymore. You don't just sign with a team. There hasn't been a reason to to have a feud with a franchise that you haven't stepped foot in. In the facility. You right? literally have not been there. So I think what he's trying to do is get his maximize his money. For not wanting to play. For not wanting to play. I think we have a Kevin Dodd situation. I think Vic Be- Beasley does not want to play football. His actions tell me that. And if... You have an individual that doesn't want to play but has a contract or has money. I think he's been advised by some legal counsel. I don't know if it's his agent or a lawyer to say, don't take the opt-out. Try to get as much money as you possibly can. And if it takes taking the Titans to court, so be it. Usually, probably what's going to happen, the Titans are just going to try to get the $4 million and they'll probably settle for three. $1 $1 million is greater than $150,000. That's what I think Vic Beasley's doing. I, I, like, I, I seriously, and I've thought this out, I do not know the legalities of how an a, a NFL team can sue a player and all of that, but I do know in just the common logic, he's going to get more money out of the $4 million than $150,000. Sure. <clears throat> so so you I think, think that's Beasley, what he's doing. I think, think I think he's done playing football. All right, so let's ask this question. I, I find that interesting, and I've I've been tweeting with a, a guy who does sports talk radio in Atlanta about Vic Beasley over the last week or so. And well, wait, real quick. And yeah. David says, could he be playing the wait and see with the health pandemic? Could that go to his cryptic tweet that said, "Communication costs you nothing." If he doesn't say anything, it may be justified in court that. It was health concerns because this is a pandemic. And as we know, everybody's got an opinion on it. I could care less about it. But other people are trapped in their house because they're scared to go outside. Or they have different situations than we do. Right. Everybody has an opinion on it. So I, I that's my personal opinion after diagnosing all the stuff that we yeah, have. And, be that not a lot. And Tommy says uh, on Facebook, I wouldn't give him a dime. They've already given him given him six million dollars like the titans have already done that so that's already in vic beasley's possession because it was a signing bonus and the whole nine and a half million was fully guaranteed when he signed the deal in free agency so let's do this because based off of vic beasley's actions in atlanta should the titans have sensed this could happen in with vic beasley and it's an easy yes or no should the titans have since this could have happened with vic beasley based on what happened to him in atlanta but first zach and everybody let me tell you guys about renters warehouse RentersWarehouse.com. they're the professional landlords in the nashville area RentersWarehouse.com is where to go to find out how much your home can rent for there's so many different ways you can use Renters Warehouse during this pandemic that we're talking about here with Vic Beasley. And that is if your income is and your mortgage is really biting into your income because you've lost some money, uh, then Renters Warehouse.
Morehouse can help you out uh, and alleviate some of that stress there with your mortgage by renting your house out. Also, if you own Airbnb, they can rent it out. There's no binding contracts, no marketing fees, just one monthly cost of 89 bucks a month, renterswarehouse.com. A to Z Sports, we're broadcasting live from Cheekwood Golf Club. We've been doing this for years. It's an unbelievable day, and it's an unbelievable course. Come out this weekend. The PGA Championship is going on. This is the time that you need to play golf. And the cool thing is we're giving back. We are going to give away a free round this weekend yes. on our social media. So, Zach Elton John, I was thinking about this too. The PGA Championship is happening on the on the left coast, as they say, which means it's a later tee-off, which means Saturday and Sunday morning you scratch your golf itch by coming out and playing early. Then you go home and watch. So That's uh, in San Francisco, baby. Exactly. <laughs> Elton John. Elton John knows about that. Okay. So here's the question. Should the Titans have sensed this could have happened with Vic Beasley based on what happened with him in Atlanta? So here is the situation for the most part of what happens in Atlanta. Vic Beasley, the Falcons picked up his fifth-year option. Remember, they had to First do that. Round pick. They had to do that after his third year before his fourth season. So you can't really hold that against him because Vic Beasley led the NFL in sacks in his second year. So picking up the fifth-year option. Uh, Vic, Vic had a down year in year three, but he just led the NFL in sacks in year two. Hopefully year four and five is a lot better. So Vic Beasley had that. Then um, the Falcons and, and really their head coach went to bat for Vic Beasley in the media saying, "I'm Dan Quinn said, I'm going to be hands-on with Vic Beasley all offseason. This was before year five, before this past season, that Dan Quinn stepped out and said that to the media at the NFL Combine. Then Vic Beasley chose not to attend voluntary workouts and OTAs in Atlanta, but he worked out by himself about 20 minutes away from the team facility in Atlanta. So uh, he was there. He was working out. Maybe he out. doesn't like big crowds. Maybe, maybe he was social distancing before it was the thing. But Vic Beasley made his head coach look bad because no longer was Dan Quinn allowed to uh, work in hands-on with Vic Beasley as Buck jo- joins the chat and says, why is Zach dressed like Cat Williams? I ain't Cat Williams, That's Buck. Elton John Buck. Young Buck might not know much about Probably Elton doesn't John. even know who Elton John is. But the two young ladies working at Cheekwood Golf Club do, so that would be on Buck. So that's the situation in Atlanta that happened in Atlanta. And I was tweeting with Carlos Medina, of, uh, in, who does radio in Atlanta, saying that Vic Beasley's not a bad guy. He just doesn't love football. And that y'all got Beasley'd just like what happened in Atlanta. So that goes straight to Fernando. And Fernando, I'm going to give you the love of the show. And today's love is a lot of love. It's probably the most love that I can get. And give. Fernando says, J-Rob got street hustled badly. And this is the second time he's been fooled by a guy telling him, and coincidentally they're both from Clemson, both pass rushers. I love football, John. I love it. All that's in my path. I, I am a football guy. And you got street hustled because I think we've both figured out that Vic Beasley doesn't love football. We figured out that with Kevin Dodd. He just doesn't love football anymore. And he never played a snap. So, for Fernando, love of the show, I believe that J-Rob got hustled again. And it's hard to read people, right? When somebody tells you something to your face, you want to believe them. But you also have to do your due diligence and the history of what you just told us. That was known. That was public knowledge prior to the signing. And... The hard part, and it's a hard pill to swallow, and I've said it time and time again, is he's the singular piece outside the organization that they brought in in free agency. They re-signed a bunch of guys that were already in the building. He was the guy that was supposed to help the pass rush. He led the league in sacks a few years yeah, ago. That was, yeah, 2016. But, but what I'm saying is he took a chance on him, and he got burned. And so – if, if to answer the question we're asking, should the Titans have sensed this could happen with Vic Beasley based on his prior actions, my answer would be absolutely. You have to have skepticism. It's like anybody. So here, here's an example. I'll go relationship on you. Okay. 
It's like getting in a relationship with somebody who had cheated on their prior relationship. It doesn't mean that it's not going to work out and that that person's not going to be loyal to you, but you should also be skeptical that it could possibly happen again. And John Robinson took a chance and he got burned. And a lot of this, uh, the majority of the blame is on Vic Beasley. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. But he made the decision to open the doors into a franchise that was trending up. AFC championship appearance. That's big time. So here's what I want to do, because I, I don't disagree with most of what you're saying right there, but I do think there's an aspect of this story that really makes this intriguing. So we're, we do this from time to time. Sometimes when the Titans lose or whenever there is somebody to blame in a situation when something goes bad, we do the blame pie. pie excuse me. I still have cinnamon in my teeth. But the blame pie. You have 100% of the pie to give, right? Let's split it up. Let's slice it up appropriately. How much blame does Vic Beasley deserve in this? How much blame does John Robinson deserve in this situation? Mike Vrabel can get some blame in this. And I have one extra wild card player because Houston on Periscope says it's 50-50 blame. I'm not just splitting up 100% of this blame pie with one person. I think there's a potential four-way blame pie with this Vic Beasley situation. Uh, Tress says 100% Vic. Uh, Kelkin says blame 100% Vic. He signed a contract and is breaching it. So we're going to play the blame pie game. Split it up. you got 100% of pie. Uh, where are you going to take this? But, Zach, tell the people about Calvin and Subtle. Yeah, Calvin and Subtle is where you get to your hardwood floors. Hardwood flooring in Nashville, Tennessee can only be trusted by one company, and that is Calvin and Subtle. They do hardwood floors and finishings. Rip up that old carpet that you have in your house and upgrade your house. It's very, very simple. CalvinandSubtle.com. They come in. They do use the CDC precautions. You pick out your perfect hardwood floor, and they have it from $1.99 per square foot to $25 per square foot. Cost effective. They can help you out. They can upgrade your house. They come in, order the material, and within one to two weeks, you've got it. One to two weeks, you have a brand-new hardwood floor. Your wife's going to love you. Your den, your living room, your kitchen, your bedroom. CalvinandSubtle.com. All right, A to Z Sports playing the blame pie game here at Cheekwood Golf Club. Don't forget, follow our social media because we're going to be giving away this weekend over our social media uh, a free round of golf. And here we played this Chico course. Golf love this course. Yeah, I love this course, too. Um, Effective. And, right. Efficient. Efficient. Nine-hole course. You can play it 90 minutes. You can then go home and watch sports because we actually have sports back on our TV. So stay Some of us that. are effective on this course. Some yes. of them are. Actually, I play this course very, very well. So, blame pie. 100% of it, how you splitting it up. Jeff says, yeah, I'm going 95% Vic, 5% J-Rob. Ethan Ramsey uh, says 60% Vic. Here's what I'm going to do. I'm gonna before I read Ethan's because some of you guys have that X X factor in this thing. I'll give mine. I think right now I give fifty percent of this blame to Vic Beasley. Only fifty percent of Vic Beasley. I give another forty percent of this blame to Vic Beasley's agent, who is also the agent of John Robinson. I give 9% of blame to John Robinson himself, and I give 1% of blame to Mike Vrabel. The only reason why Mike Vrabel is included in this blame pie is because of the position that Vic Beasley plays and the position that Mike Vrabel loves to coach the most and is hands-on with the outside linebacker slash pass rusher position that Vrabel played during his career that gives them a thought that we can change this. We can fix this. So Vrabel gets one. John Robinson gets 9%. 40% goes to the agent that is Vic Beasley's and John Robinson's and 50% to Vic Beasley himself. I think that's fair. I only go two, though. You only two people? Yeah. There's too many people involved to go to. No, there's not. Vic Beasley gets 80% of the blame. John Robinson gets 20% of the blame. The agent's irrelevant in this? No, because who actually made the deal is John Robinson wanting Vic Beasley. Vic Beasley had to sell himself. I understand maybe the agent tried to sell him or whatever, but Vic Beasley lied. He's a liar. He said he was going to do something and he didn't. And now he's gone silent. And he's not giving any reason why. 
right? It, it a relationship was broken, and one side just walked away without saying anything when the other side thought everything was going well, right? There was no reasoning behind it. I, I think they, they haven't they haven't communicated. They can't get a hold of the guy. He's a liar, and I don't respect Vic Beasley. I, I don't. I all, and I don't think anybody should. Well, and, and I think the agent. You have to think about this because Vic Beasley was a guy who probably did not have many suitors on the free agent market because of the story about him about uh, coming out of Atlanta. Teron says, "Man, it's all Vic Beasley's fault. No one could have predicted this sort." No, 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 no. So, Teron. Fair, I understand your opinion, but here's why that that is incorrect. John Robinson, if if Vic Peasley didn't have any other priors, then maybe I believe that you are correct. But Vic Beasley's history, and I go back to the cop cops reference. When you get pulled over, and I'm not trying to get political or anything, cops. When you get pulled over, and a guy has a, a history of crack, and he's got all the and the history of. Uh, of maybe domestic violence, a history of all these a things. History. We got it, yeah. So they're, they're going to be treated different. It's a history. Vic Beasley has a history of not following through. Right, but Ter- and, and I, so, agree, so I agree John, with Teron. John Robinson, it's buyer's beware. But I agree with uh, Teron. Vic Beasley has never failed to show up for training camp. Like this, There is a difference in Vic Beasley working out on his own during voluntary Workouts His head OTAs. coach said he was going to work directly with I, him, I, I, and he didn't look, show up. Look, I agree. I think that so. It, no, that okay, is on so, him. It is on him. But there's a difference in voluntary workouts in April and in May compared to training camp. When, Not when your head coach says something like there that. There is a difference. Now it makes it so much worse in May and April when the head coach does that with Dan Quinn with what he did a couple of years ago. But it, it does. It, it there is a difference. And Houston says background checks. And, and that's why it's it also, John Robinson's fault. And I also, you have to remember this, John Robinson has a prior here with saying team first tough guys that love football, right? John Robinson's one prior is Kevin Dodd. And it's a great percentage. I'm not sitting here destroying John Robinson. What he's I'm done either. with the I gave John Robinson 9%. You gave him 20, which yes. I think is too much. I think the agent is the second biggest player in this situation because he represents both John Robinson and Vic Beasley. This was John Robinson's one guy. I understand that. That's why but, but you, know, you can't go out and take a risk on one singular guy outside of the organization and paying pay him $9.5 million and not get any of the blame, Austin. And Kay Dustin says a statement needs to come from the Beasley camp. Yeah, needs, that's not going to happen well, because it, he won't even tell the Titans what he did. He did. Doing. Communication costs you nothing. That's his statement. It's liking S- that on Twitter. Said by JoJo, the famous singer, get out. Okay, so that's what the Titans should say. Well, he's he's not even in, so he can't even get out. All right, so but the reason why John Robinson this is perfect. The the song has so many metaphors saying "get out." The Titans should say "get out" right now. All right, Zach Elton John, like I, the Titans cannot say "get out." He's not even in there, and they can't cut him because that would cost them more money. The Titans are stuck in a situation where they don't have leverage with a player who is breaching the contract, which is just shouldn't be the case. But that's the situation the Titans are stuck in. I think this agent, if I'm John Robinson, I am pissed off at my representation because there is a sales job here, right? The agent wants has to do what's best for his client, the football player, and now he's got an avenue to do something like that with his client, the general manager. And so the agent did a dirty sales job to me in trying to convince John Robinson that a one-year prove-it deal is good for my client who's had priors of not being in love with football, who he will show up, he will give great effort to your football team. He was a free agent. John Robinson could have talked to Vic Beasley directly. It well, wasn't? It, no, no that's the, is, that is the but truth. It, it, now, let's I want to talk to my – I want to talk via, to your client. Via Zoom, yes, you're right. I want to talk to him. I want to look him in the whites of his eyes, whether it's Zoom, uh, Google Meet, whatever it is, uh, Skype. I want to I want to ask this guy if I'm going to give him nine and a half million dollars for my football team. I'm going to have to like that's that's John Robinson doing his due diligence. And I would assume, and uh, sometimes assumptions make you look like an ass, but I would assume that John Robinson did that. I would hope that he did. Sure, but and it's so also, if it, that was the but, case, <clears throat> that is on both. 
because you have there's look Vic Beasley gets the majority of the blame. Vic Beasley he's the liar. gets the most blame out of anybody involved in the situation. 80%. I I think the agent gets second most blame, and then John Robinson. So again, my blame pie fifty. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna tweak it. I'm gonna go sixty percent Beasley because he deserves more than half. Sixty percent Beasley, thirty percent agent, nine percent John Robinson, and then just one percent. Uh, Mike Vrabel for because of the position that is played with Vic Beasley on we can take a chance on this guy because our head coach can be able to get the most out of it. All right, just a fan 31 has a good comment. I also want to read Paul Adam Thames says how many more you can days see with those clam sunglasses. Oh on? yeah, I, I, I'm not <laughs> clamming around. I'm not clamming around. You can't uh, see like that though. <laughs> so uh, Paul Allen Thames says how many more days can he be fined? July 28th was the report date. He didn't show up. September 5th is roster cuts. That's 40 days. 40 days of being able to have an opportunity to show up, and every day is $50,000. Simple math, that equals $2 million, 50,000 times 40. So uh, just a fan 31 brings up an overall bigger point, and he said, I, as, and I quote, a lot of speculation here. Well, we have to speculate because of a lot of things in this year. First, we have to speculate because Vic Beasley won't open his trap. He won't say a damn thing. All he'll do is like cryptic messages by pop singers from 2004. The other thing is we're in a coronavirus world. We can't go talk to other players in the locker room like we have in the last decades and decades and decades and ask what the leader of the defense, Rashawn Evans, or just a fan 31, Kevin Byard, has to say and think about Vic Beasley. We'd have a lot more than speculation. We'd have opinions of his teammates, but we don't. All we get is Zooms that they just they roll through. And, look, it's a situation. It's not the Titans' fault. It's not the players' fault. It's the damn coronavirus' fault. But that's where we are, so we have to speculate because we don't have the communication from the singular person we're talking about. And John Robinson made a statement, but there's only so much he can do. He can't say any more if he hasn't talked to him. He can cut him, but he doesn't want to do that. He he can't really cut him. That's why I say he doesn't want to do that. Yes. So that, that is good comment. I'm not hating on the comment, but that's the reason why. It's the situation we're in, and all it takes is communication, which costs you nothing, uh, according to Vic Beasley and JoJo. Communication costs you nothing. All it has, like, we would not, and this kind of ties into the Pred situation a little bit from yesterday with Matt Duchesne, is this would not be a story if Vic Beasley on Tuesday, July 28th, sent a simple text message to John, or had his agent, who is John Robinson's agent, send a text message to John Robinson saying, hey, Vic had a death in the family that was reported in Chattanooga. He will not be able to show up right now. We will keep you updated. If that simple text message was sent to John Robinson on July 28th, we would not be talking about this on August 7th, 11 days later. Just like if the Preds had made Matt Duchesne available after he was offsides, it cost him the go-ahead goal, we would not have spent the entire day yesterday talking about why the Preds did not make Matt Duchesne available to 3HL for his regular hits until David Poyle talked about it on the Midday 180, and then the Preds made Matt Duchesne talk to both 3HL and the rest of the media. Like, if you just do the right thing, you won't have to make things a story. Well, it's, it's the simple, the truth will set you free, right? Like, come out, and I don't understand why PR teams don't understand this. And I'm talking about Vic Beasley's PR team. I'm talking about Matt Duchesne's PR team. Which it, is the Preds. I don't it, think that's Matt Duchesne's fault. I think well, it's the Preds. Uh, PR team, that is the Preds. Sure. So, uh, just be honest. If, if you don't play well, fans, and I, I'll believe, a great example, Taylor Lewan, at times, you're a football player. You're going to have good games and bad games. Taylor Lewan has had... A lot more good games than bad games, but he's had his fair share of mess-ups. And when he does, what does he do afterwards? He talks to the media and he says, I screwed up, it's on me. And he takes responsibility. That's what fans really, truly want. And the fans and the mass media are the ones that criticize. But if you're honest and open with somebody, I believe that's a life lesson. That's not a sports PR term. 
is if you're honest with somebody, then you can sleep at night and all you can do is just get better. But Vic Beasley, he's not being honest to anybody. He's probably not even being honest to himself. Right. And and, and that's somebody commented about do we know who passed away in Vic Beasley's family? No, we do not. And 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 I I, I everybody takes out, it, I, I, but, I don't care about But that everybody anymore. takes a different amount of time to get over whatever happens in their life, their loss, but if you communicate it in the front end, then the response typically is take the time you need, right? Like, and that's, it's as simple as that. That that is a soft alibi. You, you, communication. I'm not downgrading death in the family. I've had my fair share, but. So, all right. So Tress says, what if he got that response of take the time that we need? Then Mike Vrabel would have not, would have said that when he talked to the media on Wednesday via Zoom. That would have been the reasoning right. behind it's, it. Then, then it's on the Titans to communicate the full story. So we, the media, and you guys, the fans, are not doing this on a daily basis for a week and a half. I'm out on Vic Beasley. Titans fans, I believe you should be out on Vic Beasley. I would not support the guy. Look, I'm not a Titans fan. We cover him so I can speak with unbiased sunglasses, lenses. I'm out on this guy. All right. He's he, he's he's messed up too many times. He he's not a guy that you should want on your favorite football team. And I'm not telling you how to cheer, but he's out of there for me. I I I've lost respect for him. And you could say what you think about me now. I'm dressed up as Elton John because of a magic bucket, but at least I show up to the show. I show up. Yeah. I'm well, a I'm a Gruden grinder. I want Gruden well, grinders. Uh, John Gruden did the did some weird stuff this week when it came to the coronavirus too that we can talk about later on. But you mentioned you were out on uh, you were out on Vic Beasley. A lot of guys, uh, Zach Blingham. Now, this is Zach Elton John. That Zach Elton John today from the Magic Bucket. I'm still getting cinnamon out of my teeth and crevices in my mouth as so, the show goes on. So here would be my question, and it's brought up because uh, G-Man on base talking to TD on Periscope is, wh- where, where's the agent in this? Ha- mean, has the agent been able to get a hold of Vic Beasley? We don't know. Then he should cut ties with him. Maybe. I want some action, baby. Because the agent gets a percentage of that signing bonus that's probably going to have to go back to the Tennessee Titans. No, but if you're a good agent, you can cut ties with him. If he's not willing, if you you can't talk to your client, then the agent, we need to call the damn agent. We need to reach out to the agent. All right. That's what we need to do and say, what's your statement on Vic Beasley? Have you talked to him? At least he's going to say, my client has no comment, and then we can roast his ass for that because that's ridiculous. The agent should cut him off, and the Titans, unfortunately, they're in a bad situation. They're going to have to financially figure out how yeah, to cut and, him off. And Buckethead says, so there, uh, asks, so there's no way to put a signing bonus back on uh, off of this year's cap. From what I know, that the Titans can get that cash back, but it's going to take some time, right? Litigation does take months and months for things to play out in that process. But the Titans, as reported by Buck Rising, who talked to Spotrack a couple weeks ago, um, says that the Titans have that $6 million of cap space on this salary cap, and after litigation goes through, that money will be off of future salary cap. So if big after yesterday's coronavirus opt-out date, Vic Beasley's $6 million bucks counts on this year's salary cap regardless if he shows up or not. And, and that's the most unfortunate part financially for the Tennessee Titans who might have to go replace their biggest free agent addition that didn't show up and not have that type of money to do that, the same money that they gave him to do that. So that's the unfortunate situation here for the Tennessee Titans. So let's do this because it was opt-out day yesterday as Zach Elton John shaking his head in dismay. I just can't look at his Twitter feed. So don't look at his No, it just pisses me off. All right, so. Situations be small, but the principle be heavy. Dash the part I don't get. You this have pop rocks on your lips, and you're even, wearing what you're wearing. It doesn't I can't, even make sense. I can't take you seriously. Well, and, but that's on you, because <laughs> I am serious. I've had one of my best shows to date today dressed as Elton John. Maybe so. So, Ron Weasley, Vic Beasley, says Houston. <laughs> we got to make that. That's really We got to make that clip. We got to make that. Uh, that's funny. I like that. All right, so Derrick Henry has to be smiling at the players on the Titans' schedule who opted out. 
because only two teams did not on the Titans schedule did not have a team a player opt out. We'll talk about that here in a second. But first, let me tell you guys about Bone and Joint Institute, boneandjointtn.org. Early next week, we're going to do something really fun and interesting and unique with Bone and Joint and their doctors. We're going to do Doc Talk, where we're going to talk about injuries that are happening with the Titans players across the NFL with Jadavian Clowney, Sports Hernia about how that impacts uh, the player's situation going into the year. Uh, the Bone & Joint Institute is in Franklin, boneandjointtn.org. They're the region's destination for comprehensive orthopedic and sports medicine care. So make sure to check them out. If you get hurt, which happens, it's happened to both of us, where we've gone to Bone & Joint Institute, uh, they can take care of you, boneandjointtn.org. It, Pam Beasley greater than Vic Beasley. <laughs> A to Z Sports. Here live at Cheekwood Golf Club. Ron Weasley, Pam Beasley, Vic Beasley. I don't care. I don't give a damn. <laughs> cut, cut his cigarette. ass. John Robinson cigarette. Cut his ass. We're making that that meme later. Okay. So, Zach, um, t- players who opted out who the Titans will play this season. This is interesting because our new writer, Chris Clark, put this together for us on A to Z Sports National. Excellent job. Excellent job. So 25 players the Titans are playing against this season opted out. I think there are some big situations on this list, starting with week one, Monday Night Football, September 14th, when Jawan James, one of the top-paid right tackles in the NFL, opts out from the Denver Broncos. I think this is a big deal because that's Harold Landry versus a backup right tackle. When Drew Locke... And they need pass rushers to go against lesser tackles. And Drew Locke is playing in his first game, taking over as the starter for the season. Houston says Juwan James is overrated. He might be overrated. He might not be worth $13 million a year in your mind, Houston. But he's still pretty damn good. And not not having Juwan James is a big deal for the Denver Broncos in Week 1. Yeah, I would agree with that. I think that uh, especially because of this season, you don't get any preseason, right? So... You come in, and it will be a lesser tackle in there, right? Absolutely. You know, it, it, it just will be. And it's, it's, like, it's like Dennis Kelly filling in for Taylor Lewan in the first four games. Dennis Kelly is good, but he's a lesser tackle than Taylor Lewan. And it showed in the Titans' first four games. Dennis Kelly did a pretty good job. No, no, he, it, no, he did. Well, and Mariota being quarterback didn't help because he was trash for the first six get games. Rid of the ball. But, but – th- this is, I think, if you say big deal, small deal, no deal on this, I believe that this particular, because of the timing of the game, because of the coronavirus, and because of the position we're talking about, this is a big deal. And it goes to our previous conversation with the pass rush. The biggest question mark, and we'll talk about it, we have a full show about this, the biggest question mark for the Titans right now has got to be their pass rush. They, they haven't done anything. Their pass rush was not very good. Their traditional pass rush. I'm not talking about exotic schemes. You're not talking about blitzing. You're I'm talking not, about how they can get there with without blitzing. And that's the biggest question mark on the football team. That's it. Like last year, the biggest question mark on the football team was if Marcus Mariota was going to be the franchise quarterback. That that was answered. This year, it's you got to the AFC Championship game and you couldn't touch Patrick Mahomes to save your life. That was the reason why you lost the game. Now. Again, hard task, don't want to discredit that, but traditional pass rush should have been addressed in the offseason. It was, and unfortunate circumstances made where we're at. Where we're with, at. The, with Vic Beasley not being there, and they lost Darrell Casey, and so now they just got to hope that Derek Roberson and guys like that, DeAndre Walker, can uh, develop in uh, from their rookie year. So I, I do think Jawan James is a big deal that uh, he has opted out as the Titans' week one opponent. So I'm going to group the next several names together because this has got to make Derrick Henry and the Titans' offensive line so happy. Because who have opted out from the Jaguars? Defensive tackle Al Woods. From the Vikings, defensive tackle Michael Pierce. Al Al Woods, familiar face. Yes. From the Buffalo Bills, defensive tackle star Latulale, all opting out. And from the Bengals, a veteran backup uh, defensive tackle Josh Topu. That's a lot of defensive tackles that are going to play against the Titans offense who are no longer going to play against the Titans' offense. So when you're talking about can Derrick Henry and the Titans' offense replicate what they did in the second half of last season and in the playoffs, not having Star Latulale, 
on a really good Bills defense is a big deal. The Minnesota Vikings not having Michael Pierce, who is a free agent addition to help that football team, is a big deal. And the Jags, they can't stop Derrick Henry to begin with, but they go out and sign Al Woods in free agency, who is a big-body, gap-control-eating-style defensive lineman. He is out. So that has to make Derrick Henry in this offensive line really happy. Big deal that several Titans opponents are losing a big-time defensive lineman. Yeah, and, in the and, middle of the defense. And look, the, these are not massive, massive names, right? They're not star names like Christian McCaffrey or anything like that. But I, I, I do think that you found something, right? And great job by Chris Clark yeah. for A to Z Sports com. I suggest you go. There's more detailed information about that on our site and this article. I, I think that this is definitely something. It, it because of the weird, strange year, these guys are not going to be on the roster to begin with. Right, so I, I I think this is something. Yeah. Th- now let's go in the, in the in the division a little deeper. Uh, the Houston Texans just have Eddie Vanderdose, who is a uh, defensive tackle for them, but that's a rotational piece, uh, and he's not necessarily a uh, lock to to make that team. The the Jacksonville Jaguars, we already know, are in a situation where they are probably trying to lose as many games as possible on top of Al Woods. DB Rashawn Melvin, um, who was another free agent uh, addition from the Jags this offseason. He has opted out, and uh, a defensive end slash linebackers, Lorente McCray, has also opted out of the Jags. Then you go to the Colts, because the Colts had DB Marvin Tell, who had a really good rookie year last season. He opted out. Opted out. Safety, Roland McGillan opted out for the Colts, and linebacker Sky Moore um, who was an undrafted free agent a couple years ago, opted out. So not big names, but how do you feel about the Titans' only opt-out was an undrafted free agent offensive lineman who probably was not going to make the roster, where you've got the Jags, the Colts, and the Texans. The Texans not so much, but the Jags and the Colts having several opt-outs. Well, I don't, I don't, I, you can't discredit the Vic Beasley thing because if he doesn't show, then that's a big thing. But for these, these are, these are second-tier players. I, I, they're... they're they're second-tier players. So uh, it, what's going to win the division is going to be Phillip Rivers' play. Is he going to throw enough uh, you know, touchdowns compared to interceptions? Is Gardner Minshew, is that mustache going to take the next step and the next level? And is he going to play like a starting quarterback? Or is he going to play like a backup like we all think that he is? And Deshaun Watson, we talk about Bill O'Brien and what he's done as general manager, some questionable calls by, I would say, the ownership to give him that privilege and power are the trades that were made to get your best player besides Hopkins, which DeAndre, DeAndre Hopkins is the best player. So besides uh, Deshaun Deshaun Watson, Watson, who's he going to throw to? They have a good receiving core, but without that great wide receiver and all the other pieces, not to discredit this, but I look at the bigger picture when it comes to this, this is, nice right well, it's, it's not it's like a, it's great it, this is it's a nice thing well and austin sloan says the super bowl winner this year better not get an asterisk by their name in the book it's not that's not going to happen but it it is going to be a weird year and i think we all have accepted that 2020 is the strangest year in most of our lives if not all of our lives but for for this situation and somebody compared i think it was g-man on base compared this to in-season injuries they don't mean that much I I disagree because now you're getting especially they don't mean that especially when you're when you're talking about defensive uh, linemen they don't mean that much. you're losing immediate depth at a position where depth is important because defensive line is a rotational position where you have to have as many big bodies that you can count on and you're already starting with a significant injury on several of these rosters overall before I, camp even starts so now injuries are what Zach what Mike Rabel says a hundred percent chance of injury in football. Injuries are going to occur on every football team. And so now, on the teams that have opt-outs now, injuries are still going to occur on a team that has less depth because they've had, whether they're starters, whether rotational veterans or whatever, they're going to have less depth to begin with to to have the injuries not hit as hard. Yeah, I, I, I understand your thought process. I just think rating it, it doesn't mean that much. Big-time players win big-time games. 
this has a small impact. I still think the biggest impact in this list is Jawan James opting out. And I right would agree with that. And that's based on when it falls, when it's the game week one. falls. Week one, Monday Night Football, especially when you're not going to have a full training camp like normal to be able to have Drew Locke and that offensive line prepared uh, right there. It is eSports here live on a Friday here at Cheekwood Golf Club. Uh, we're going to give away a free round of golf this weekend at Cheekwood Golf Club, so make sure you're staying tuned to our social media accounts. Zach, we're going we're gonna to switch gears a little bit here, Zach Elton John. Preds play today. The Preds have to win today or they go home. The Preds have been very disappointing over the last 48 hours with how they ended Game 3 with a great opportunity and how the Matt Duchesne situation was handled in the media uh, yesterday, and they eventually corrected it because David Poyle kind of called them out. So we're going to give our Preds Game 4 predictions. Will there be a Game 5? Will the Preds stay in Edmonton, or will they go home and disperse for the offseason? But before we dive into that, Zach, tell the people about CalvinAndSettle.com. I'm going to tell them about the Tucker, Tucker Agency. Agency instead. That's my fault. How about this? Look, Elton John doesn't make any mistakes. You don't make mistakes either with your insurance. You probably don't know how much you're paying for your insurance. Well, you need to, and you need to save money with the Tucker Agency. That's TuckerTN.com. Will at TuckerTN, Will Tucker and his team can take care of you. The average customer that emails Will at TuckerTN.com saves 20% on their insurance. You don't know how much you pay for your insurance, probably. You need to save 20%. They can restructure that entire policy and hook you up. Life insurance, homeowner's insurance, renter's insurance. They have you covered if you need them, and you need them. Will at TuckerTN.com. Email him today. All right, it is eSports. You're live from Cheekwood Golf Club. So, will the Preds stay in Edmonton with a win today for one more opportunity, or will they go home 130, just after 130 puck drop for Preds, Coyotes, uh, or Yotes, as they call them, uh, today in Edmonton? Tommy says Preds taking it to game five. Alex says Preds going to clutch it. Austin Sloan says it's going to go 2-2. Preds got today. Deborah says the Preds are going to stay in Edmonton, and they will win game four today. Houston saying the Preds will lose. Willie says the Preds are heading home to the house. G-Man on base says game five happens. Uh, Zach, you read some more comments there? I think that the Preds are going to win today, and I know they're inconsistent as all get out, but if you watched game three – the Preds outplayed the Coyotes. They, they did, until it got out of hand at the end. The Preds outplayed them. They outshot them. Like, they had good looks, but that's hockey. And that it's a struggle, right, watching hockey when your team outplays uh, another team, but they end up losing, what, 4-1? Yeah. That's not indicative of how the game went. I think that the Preds are going to play more like game two. I think it's going to be a closer game. But I think I, I expect them to push it to game five. Now, whether they're winning game five, I don't know. But one more, I'm saying they win today. They need to straighten things up, score some goals. Clam down. <laughs> clam down. We got to clam down. I don't know what number. I think the over-under said at 17.5 was a little high. I, I would you, agree. You, you fixed the hat, but you, you've got the hat tilted where that one keeps coming Well, down. the sun is starting to peek in, so I, I'm actually glad that I have this. So, uh, Tress, I agree. Tress says Jofa's got to keep the, the foot down, but everyone else has to step up and match the intensity. I, I agree with Tress's earlier comment saying that this game will tell you a lot about this Preds team. Because I, I tweeted this after the Game 3 loss. The Preds are talented, the Preds are experienced, and the Preds are mentally weak. And the last one cancels out the first two. That They're not mentally tough. They fold. They don't do well with adversity. And the Jofa line and Roman Yossi, that's about all I can say. And UC Saros has done his job. The power play goal to go up 3-1 for Coyotes the other day was a little bit easy. But, but I think there's a handful of guys that you can count maybe on one hand. Those five I just mentioned, Jofa line, Yossi, and Soros, those are the only ones that I can really count on to give the intensity. Yeah. Because who was getting in a fight when that game was at 4-1 at the very end? Not, not Soros, but the other four were. And so I think... Austin I, Watson can lay the wood. Austin Watson can. And I, I think he, he sparked some momentum. He did. Early. I, and and would, would you agree, if, ifs and buts, beer and nuts, 
if Duchesne's not offsides and the Preds take the lead. They win the game. I think they win the and game. And they too. could win the, today and move on. Uh, and that's an if, and that didn't happen. You know, you know who I'm really disappointed in is Matthias Ekholm. Matthias Ekholm has been not good. And not good. He can't even, he didn't even know he's playing. <laughs> well, no, I know he's playing because he's I, giving up goals. I, I, I know, but he's not playing. Like he, well. That's the thing. Like Ryan Ellis, I'm not noticing that much. Ryan Ellis makes some good plays. I, this I, is not the team. I am noticing. It's like Matthias Ekholm is like when you notice an offensive lineman. You don't notice an offensive lineman when things are going the right way. You notice him when, it, when things are going the wrong way. And I noticed Matthias Ekholm way too much because he's been out of position and he's been on the ice when they've allowed goals. Zach, I think the Preds lose today. Ah, everything you said was I, trending to you say. I, I do not trust scoring outside of Jofa. I do not trust the defense outside of Yossi and Ellis. I, I don't think the Preds have it. Well, we shall find out. One thirty today. We'll see what happens. So, you say they're out. I say they push it to one more game. I got to, you know. I, how quick would that be? It's it like, would hockey's be, back. Oh, would, hockey's and, back. And if, if the Preds lose today. And here's, this is. <laughs> no, no, no. You know, I got a mental image. This is a mental image. This season, if they lose today, is like one of my favorite scenes in Heavyweights. Love that movie, <laughs> Old School Heavyweights. Is when uh, Goldberg, I don't know his name, but he goes, step on the scale. And he steps away, step off the scale. <laughs> <laughs> that's what this hockey season would be. <laughs> step on the scale, step off the scale. That, that's exactly, I mean, it's like, here's hockey. Nope, hip, nope, no, no more hockey. This, this reminds me of, like, if the Preds lose today and go home, it's Friday, it's the weekend, the weather's amazing, there's other sports on our Golf. TV. It, yeah, yeah, we're distracted, right? The same way when the Preds lost last year in round one to Dallas, the NFL draft was two days later in Nashville. We were like, oh, NFL draft's here, cool. And we forgot about the Preds that, like, severely underachieving because we moved on so quickly to Nashville hosting the draft. If the Preds lose today, we're going to go, ah, yeah, it's coronavirus, it's weird, whatever, who cares. But if the Preds lose today, I think some serious changes need to be made before they start the following season. I would agree with that. All right, let's get to good news. Ain't that good news here live on a Friday to send us to the weekend. I feel like everybody's gotten some good news today just watching this show. I would have to agree with that. Uh, Ain't that good news? I've gotten some text messages like, what the hell are you wearing? What's going on? Why are you dressed like that? So if you've been under a rock and you just joined, uh, the Magic Bucket said, and and kudos, kudos, big, big props to Liz George who submitted this. This is a really good idea. This took time and effort and some uncomfortability. So, Especially because we're in public, and that's what the magic bucket should like. Do. This wouldn't have been as good if we were if we were in our little square boxes from our home studios. And, and I have I have this whistle, but I haven't blown no, you it. You can't do that. Well, because like backswing, no that's, backswing. That's, that's not cool. That's not cool. That's definitely I, not. Cool. I respect the course. Yes, respect the course for sure. All and right, the course will respect. Ain't you. that good news? What's your good news? I actually have good news. Uh, a viewer messaged me this morning. Their good news because they weren't going to be able to be on the show today, and that has to do with their good news. So I'll get to that. But first, let me tell you about Mandu, the Pulse of Fitness, where one 15-minute workout uh, equals five plus hours in the weight room, full body electronic muscle stimulation at Mandu. Your first workout is free at Mandu.com. Go check them out, Mandu.com. Uh, you can help build muscle, burn that hard to get body fat. Mandu.com. Uh, <laughs> A female golfer just walked, going in the clubhouse, and looked over at me, and she, I could read her eyes, and that was, what the hell is going on over there? That was funny. That was worth it. So, good news. Ain't that good news? Zach, I will let you start here at Chiquit Golf Club. What is your good news? So, my good news, actually, now this is, I'm very, very excited about my good news. My good news does not come today. And my good news is actually shared with everybody. Really? My good news is something that will happen next week. That is my good news. 
That's all I'll say. What? That's all I'll say. You're being more cryptic than Vic Beasley. Yes, but I... No, I, no, 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 no. It, and I'm with Calkins. Boo this man. No. No, you cannot boo this man. No, I absolutely you can't. can't. No, no, you absolutely cannot. Because my good news, you will know my good news. Everybody will know my good news. But I cannot tell my good news right now. My good news will be revealed next week. That's all I'm going to say. That's, that's next week's good news. No, that's not next week's Zach. good news. This, it is closer to today than it is next Friday. That justifies being this week's good news, not next week's good Ain't news. Ain't that good news. What's your good news this week? This week ends. Sunday? Good news? It's, the, it's from the no. week of shows. Uh, right? it's, it's, no. a, it's about the week you, of shows. I created this segment. You cannot sit here and tell me the rules real of me, the segment it. that I created. So, Elizabeth, incorrect. Elizabeth asked a really good question. Is it illegal to hear or is it illegal to boo Elton John? And yes, it is. You cannot boo Elton I John. I think this is and lame. And you cannot, you cannot hate on good news I, that I, will be revealed no, see, this, like when, this when coming you had to week. go pick up the package from the post office, like three different locations, that made sense of why you had to wait to tell us a week later. Just don't bring You don't up, know what it is. So you just don't bring up this good news. Like, oh, you were telling a story there. Like, you just bring up this good Everybody news. Everybody on fact. A to Z Sports will know my good news. It's this not. Is, I'm not going to keep this a secret. This it's not ridiculous. like one of the times that I, like yesterday when I was telling about the not suitable for work where I almost died. I, I mean, I think I, I know what it story. is. I but think I know what it you is. You don't know. I, I think I know. Well, you think you think, but you don't know, no. So my it's good news, weak. my uh, news would will be revealed the, this on, weekend. On what? This weekend? That's At, at some point. At some point, God, in the near future. Again, more cryptic than communication costs you nothing. I, I'm clamming up. Not saying anymore. There's a lot of, yeah, Jeff says you can't lie. You're on a golf course. It's illegal to lie on a golf course. <laughs> I honestly could do what I damn well please, so I'm not lying. But you're not supposed to lie on a golf I'm course. I'm not lying. I agree. Right. And Michael uh, well, says. And if you knew me, and Austin does know me. I don't lie. I Michael don't lie. says this better be good. This better not be underwhelming. It will not be. I promise you that. All right. So, real quick, before I share uh, my good news. No, Tom, I'm not running for HOA president. <laughs> We've taught you, so you've thought about that, decided to. Uh, I've talked to some neighbors recently. Respectfully decline. I've talked to some neighbors. They want me to run. I'm not running. Mark Beach says A to Z is growing again. That's good news. I, I agree. We are growing. I don't know what Mark Beach has inside information about, or maybe just that we've added a couple writers. But, yeah, we're growing again. That's, that's fantastic. Uh, I wanted to read some good news here. Uh, Trevor says, my good news goes out to A to Z. Been going through a tough time, and being able to watch you guys and distract me has helped a lot. And thank you for sharing that um, because I, I hope during all this crazy stuff we've been able to get away from it a little bit. Uh, David brings up good news that will be a part of next week's shows that he, David, discovered Zach's longtime lost twin last night. He's a pitcher in Major League Baseball. I have not seen this guy. And I don't want you to see this guy because we will have a doppelganger topic next week that has to do with what David has done. Um, <laughs> Elizabeth says, when can we expect to hear this good news from Zach? Very soon. Okay. Very soon. Very, very soon. Nick. <laughs> Nick messaged me this morning to tell me good luck on my cinnamon challenge, which I dominated. And he also uh, texted me to this or messaged me this morning to say that his good news is he's got a job interview this morning and he's rocking his A to Z gear when he goes to his job interview. His job interview was started at 9. Hire this man. And he knew that he could not share his good news during our good news segment because it's 9.23, and hopefully Nick is still having a successful uh, job interview. Hire this man. So I wanted to— uh, I'll go to bat. If he's an A to Z sports guy and he's bought in swag, 30% off AZ30 promo yes. code, then I support this guy. <laughs> Ethan Ramsey responds to Elizabeth. Elizabeth asks, uh, when are we going to hear Zach's good news? Ethan Ramsey says, the same day he does his rap. <laughs> <laughs> Which, you know what we should have done? The, Damn it. We should have done that today so Elton John does your rap. Ooh, and then I, I would have done an Elton John themed rap, too. I'm that creative. But you haven't, but I thought you said you've already written your rap. No, I've got some ideas swirling. I haven't put it on paper. 
My good news is that uh, one of my pups, Sophie, is at the vet right now getting a dental work done. She's eight years old. It's her first time getting her teeth cleaned, which means less stinky breath in the house. Yeah, that's big. That's big. Now, I, I struggle with that with Tux. I'm, and he doesn't like the does, – does Sophie or Bella like the – like dental bone stuff? They eat whimsies. They eat one whimsy a day. One whimsy a day has kept the dentist away for eight years. Tux won't eat it. Really? Have you tried the whimsy brand? No, I haven't. You need to try the whimsy brand. Whimsy. Amazon. It's in our Amazon history. We just ordered it this week. Whimsy. Tress says, is it worth the money? Yes. Taking care of your dog's teeth is always worth the money because that's where uh, disease can spread. So absolutely. All right, I'll try it. Highly suggest. He's, he's a prude about things. So. Well, no, look, you can get a whimsy. And I would let you borrow a whimsy, but Tux is a lot smaller than, than Sophie and Bella, so he probably needs the smaller whimsies. Yeah, he just, he's, he's particular on things. He's kind of like me. <laughs> Ethan says, has Austin gotten his first allergy shot yet? No, because the aller, allergy doctor is backed up because of, COVID-19. COVID-19, and I have not been able to work on those plans moving forward yet. So I have not been able to do that. I'd, li- I'd be interested to see if Sophie's teeth, I mean, are they white? Like, or will they, because, you know, they've got probably some remnants, you know. Well, you know, we do, we actually do brush our dog's teeth like once, twice a month with their toothbrush and dog toothpaste. They have that and it helps. But Sophie is tough. She clenches her teeth and doesn't let us get in there. And so she had to fast before her dentist appointment this morning. So no breakfast from Sophie. That's the one. And I told her, and I told her, I was like, Sophie, the next time you don't let mom or dad brush your teeth, you have to remember this. This is making you uh, not eat. So she didn't have breakfast this morning. Well, good news. I'm ready to take this bow off. It's getting hot, uh, getting real hot. <laughs> I'm clamming up here at the end. But uh, we do want to thank you and thank this golf course, Cheekwood Golf Club. We've partnered with them. For the next several months leading up to, to winter, you can play a ton of golf, and we're gonna give uh, we're gonna give a free round away this weekend. Watch the PGA Championship. Watch the Preds. I mean, we got there's sports. Sports are back. The Lakers are playing, even though they've clinched. So nobody, LeBron's not our, playing. Our VU All Access, who lives like right over there, finally pops up and says, "Get off my lawn." Where have you been? I thought you were gonna come out here and watch the show from a socially distanced uh, situation. Right. It's getting hot getting hot in that scarf yeah all right we'll see you guys later have a great friday have a great weekend uh and we'll see you guys later on thanks for watching adios